0: Hi everybody, welcome back to WeMet IRL. Uh, This week's guest is Erica Spira. I love her to bits, she's amazing. She's a great New York City comedian, I'm absolutely delighted she came on. and We just chat a bit about uh, meeting guys in real life, uh, her advice for meeting people in real life after the pandemic, and also how she caught herpes off a guy in real life. So she has a super open, honest discussion about that. So have a listen and I'll talk to you after the episode. Um, Okay, so I'm going to start. Hello, Erica Spira. Hello, (laughs) thank you for having me. Thanks for doing it. So basically, um, this is, uh, I wanted to do this before the pandemic. I had this idea that I would uh, interview people who had met people in real life because I didn't want an online date. And then either success or failure stories. If, if it was a success, I would steal those tips. If it was failure, I would learn not to do that. But obviously, then the pandemic happened and all I can do is online date. So,
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of a blessing because like I, I was the queen of like, download the app, barely try it for two weeks maybe go on one date and then just be like "Ugh, this is too much work I don't want to do this yeah. <laughs> I would quit <laughs> so I'd be like I'm doing online dating and it's like not really
0: <laughs> no no I was the same I wouldn't And any dates I had on it were a nightmare they were just like so I was like I, and plus I wanted to meet someone in real life have a real connection and not waste your time fucking talking to these guys for a week and then they don't look like their photo or they just Aren't what they say they are so and like the guests I've had so far were two guys and they both met their girlfriends in college so I can't fucking use those tips oh come on (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's so I mean that's like the easiest time to just lock one in I I know
0: I'm like fuck's sake I need to go back in time um and then Tori I think her app will be up before yours but Hers were just failure stories of uh, <laughs> of real life dating, and that was horrifying. <laughs> so I was going to say, did you go to college? I did, yeah, but I went to art college, so everybody was a bit like, oh, you know. Well, I was going to say,
1: did your school feel like there was a lot of relationships or not at all? Um,
0: kind of like fifty fifty, I guess. But it wasn't like American party college. We weren't all playing ping ping pong. Is that what you call it? No,
1: beer pong. <laughs> beer pong.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was very much like. You just hang out at lunchtime and then you go home like it wasn't like there was no on campus or like parties and most people who went to my college lived very far away from it. So you were just like excited to get home. And yeah, there was none of this. like.
1: I went to a small school. So you thought it would be more relationship because it's like there's less people to pick from, but it actually was more dangerous on hooking up because everyone felt familiar everybody was like only one degree away from you so if you didn't really know a guy you knew a girl that knew that guy and would like vouch like oh yeah he's great or he's nice or he's fun so the hookups were like all over all the time there was a small chunk of people that were in relationships but i think it was those types of people that like always were in relationships somehow <laughs> they just have some magical trick that always gets them a boyfriend but then yeah. they would like be together for four years like it was like you're either married or you're single was how it felt
0: Oh, wait, so this was like a, co- this was a college, like a university? This is
1: a college, yeah, university. Uh, it's, it was small. It was
0: like a big
1: high school. It was like 2,500 people.
0: Isn't, is, was that not nicer in one way, though, that you kind of, like, because now in New York, if you meet a guy, he could just be like, you know, like, saying all this stuff about himself. I'm a big accountant, and turns out he's, like, <laughs> uh, It worst. It was
1: both great and horrible, like most <laughs> things in life. Of what was really great was I often could just walk into the dining hall not making plans to meet anyone for lunch and I would see someone I knew that I felt comfortable sitting with right so I played basketball it would be like either a teammate or one of my friends or especially like someone from class since your classes are so small you would easily make friends through just being in class Um, but then the negative would be I remember the first two people I ever hooked up with in college the very next semester I had a class with either one of them and they were (laughs) one literally sat right next to me and I was like oh Oh, this is okay <laughs> like it was like no matter where you shit it's gonna be where you eat
0: but that's, <laughs> so. ju- that's just like a small town in ireland <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: that's exactly how it felt like i was really good in high school i didn't hook up really with anyone in my school because i was like this is a small town and i don't want people knowing my business and then yeah. college was like this is the same thing so.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were like i'm finally gonna get away and then no <laughs> yeah i remember my... i uh I kissed my friend's brother when I was younger, and still to this day, I never told her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. I remember my senior year, this was when I was like, I think I'm ready to leave college. Um, I sat down, it was a crowded lunch hour. You know those lunch hours, where you're like, everyone has lunch at this time. I sat down with three of my friends at one half of a big table. The other half of the table was four guys, and I had slept with three of them. <laughs> <laughs> i was just like is this my life and also yeah. their friends
0: <laughs> that's so funny though because then you move to new york city and it's the complete opposite you probably never bump well i guess if it's a comedian that's different
1: but well just in general bumping into someone you know kind of yeah. like jolts you you're like yeah oh.
0: yeah exactly you can <laughs> sleep with someone and never be guaranteed to never see them ever again especially oh, if yeah. they live in a different borough then you're grand <laughs> yeah <laughs> So um do you have a success or a failure story for meeting people in real life other than uh they I guess they are kind of successes and failures mixed together. Yeah, I guess <laughs> Especially it's both, if you right? had bad sex with one of them and then you had to eat lunch across them <laughs> the yeah. next day, right? Um you know, it's so
1: funny of I only have one story of like the New York night out, you like meet somebody and then you go home with them type thing. Yeah. And But that was, like, a friend setup. It was a friend of my friend, and she was like, I think he would really like this guy. So me and her went out, had some drinks, and she's like, we're going to meet up with him and some, fr- some of our friends from, like, grad school later. I'm like, okay. Uh, because she knew he was newly single. But also, newly single men are just trying to fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's be real. It's like they're – I mean, most newly single people are like, I don't want an attachment to anybody right now, right? Yeah. We're just having fun. So that was a classic of, like, met. And we were at like a very dancey place, and that's like my move, so I was like, I'm in, this is easy, and he loved to dance, so we were like dancing all night, and then eventually just making out on the dance floor, felt very college, <laughs> and, and then it was like, oh, you know, he lived like not that far from there, and he was like, I'm gonna walk home, do you wanna come? And I was like, sure, so I ended up going home with him, but uh, it also was, I think the first person, So I have herpes, by the way, which I'm open about on my podcast. And I was in a weird pickle of my friend did not know I had herpes that tried to set me up with this dude, right? So I was like, uh, I felt very conflicted of like, if I told him, would he be like mad at his friend? Like, how did you not? But she didn't know, right? There's a weird in between. And he was, I believe, one of the, like, this sounds bad. I have not told some people that I have it okay I'll admit yeah. it that's listen I'm not saying it was the right thing to do but just like look you take a lot of rejections and sometimes you're like I'm a person however I went home with this dude and it was horrible sex <laughs> and then I almost felt like God's punishing you because you didn't you didn't tell him and this is oh, what you're gonna get if you but don't it's har- tell people it's hard
0: because if you told him firstly you haven't told the friend so he's gonna tell the friend and then right I don't the know friend the, the friend will be annoyed that you didn't tell them first and
1: I worked with her yeah. Oh my so God. So I was then mainly all your work colleagues. yeah. I mainly was like, ooh, I don't want my office to know.
0: Yeah, of course. And wait. well, firstly, <laughs> did you grow up Catholic? Because you're like, I did. This yeah. is why I'm having Catholic bad guilt. sex. <laughs> <laughs> God is punishing me. That is such a Catholic thing. Are yeah. you Irish? Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: very much Catholic guilt, but that's how I felt. I there was only like three people I ever didn't tell that I had it, and all three. Were horrible sex that I just was like, this is what you get. You keep your mouth shut and you're not being a good person. Like almost like God's not going to give you a good lay. <laughs> How messed up is that in your? Mind?
0: Well, firstly, the first the first person you did tell, did you have good sex that night?
1: Oh, I the first person I told rejected me, so I. Uh, oh
0: well, okay. The first person that didn't reject you. Didn't reject me. Um,
1: I'm trying to think actually. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It was okay.
0: Yeah, and you probably were just feeling a bit guilty yourself or whatever, but that's fucking hard. Like, I can't... It's so easy for... It'd be so easy for me, who doesn't have it, to be like, oh, you should tell, or oh, you should do this, but like... That's even how I felt when I first got
1: it. I was like, I'm never going to not tell someone. And then you basically just deal with rejection for years that you're like, you know what, I'm a person and I don't care anymore.
0: No, absolutely. I can't even... I can't even imagine it. It's funny because I struggle with telling guys that I'm dating that I don't, uh, that I have relationship issues with my mother. Never mind. (laughs) Are they going to want to get involved in this? (laughs) So I can't even imagine having to, or even like I have HPV and like multiple gynecologists and people I've had on the other podcast, The Shift have been like, it's not a big deal. You don't need to tell partners about it. Everybody has it. But still in my head, I'm like, because there's so much stigma and just people didn't understand. But as it turns out, like, majority of people have hpv and my gynecologist told me about herpes that one in five people have it so a lot of people a lot of people who probably rejected you probably have it and don't even realize
1: (laughs) exactly it's a it's a weird it's you know i try to be open about it because it's like the less people that are open the more big of a deal it is because it's like hpv i feel like is the joke like if anything when i first got herpes i was like i don't even have hpv yet (laughs) like i was like how did i skip Every other <laughs> disease and problem. Like, I never had like bacteria vaginosis, nothing. I had nothing happening. I was clean as a whistle. And then I got like the big dog,
0: you know? Uh, okay. And so with the HPV, uh, did you get the vaccination? Um.
1: Oh, yeah. The Gardasil shots. Because I, I think a lot out. of Americans. I think I did do one kind of it. But it's like every year they'll come out with new ones because there's always new strands. So I oh. only did the first. Whatever one came out, Gardasil, I think.
0: Yeah, so I was talking to an infectious uh, disease doctor who comes to my bar, and he was saying with HPV, he was like, you can get it even just, like, true general human contact, and there's so many different strands, and some are worse than other. and it only yeah. really kills women and gay men, and he was like, so you're fine. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> it only
1: kills people like you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you don't need to tell your boyfriends about it, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean... It's funny because it's like actually HPV as much as it's more accepted and people are like, oh yeah, everyone has that. That's actually more dangerous to your health as a woman than herpes. Herpes actually doesn't affect, it doesn't affect your physical health at all. It affects your mental health.
0: Because no, ab- absolute, absolutely. Yeah. Because um a lot of women in Ireland anyway were, were passing away or getting cancer because they had HPV and then obviously it changed their cells and they, they weren't getting the vaccination and stuff like that. So again... Yeah, it can kill you. And then with, with, so with herpes, with the guy you slept with, did you meet him in real life? Um, yeah, I did meet him
1: in real life, the person and, I got it from.
0: And he... See, this is... Uh, the women who come on... So there's two women out. Two horror stories from in real life. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, because Tori got a parasite from a guy she, slept, she met from in mm, real life. Right. So um, did he tell you about it? No. And I was
1: someone that would always ask my partners before I had sex, like, hey... Uh, do you have any ST well now they're STIs do you have any STIs or ever had an STI because I had a good friend in college get herpes and so I was like at least informed enough that I knew how common it was yeah um but I always I always kind of did that to cover my ass especially like I was the type too that like never even was having sex without condoms like I had so many friends that have openly been like oh it just sucks like men and they're like yeah I just A lot of times I'll sleep at a random person and not use one if they're okay with it. And I'm like, that's... And I was sitting there with herpes, like, that's crazy to me. I'm the one that was safe all the time and I have this disease and you don't, you know.
0: It is crazy because especially if it's someone... someone You'd be more likely to enforce protection with someone you've met online because there's no... With someone in real life, it just, I don't know, it feels a bit safer. Yeah, I would... I I always... I'm way too trusting. Um, Yeah, or
1: it's the... Unfortunately, like, the guy that got connected to me through my friend, there's a safety of, like, my friend knows this person, so they, they automatically feel like a good person or someone that wouldn't have an STD. Yeah. Because I've heard guys say that. They're like, you can kind of tell who would have an STD.
0: I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah, that's- yeah. I, well, I would have never been able to tell that you had one.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. that's I'm the person when people find out. They're like, you? They're like, you barely fuck. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I do sometimes. I have the proof, (laughs) but yeah, Um, I was never queen of like randomly hooking up, and not because I frown upon that. Just I don't know. I'm like I work a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just I rarely I don't get drunk that much. I guess maybe that's part of
0: it. That and that's so. So you had like guys reject, even though statistically there is like if you don't have an outbreak, it's okay. If they use protection, it's very low for them to catch. it. Yeah,
1: you know what's funny is I tried I tried to explain it to someone once. This blew up in my face. Of I'm like, listen, when you use condoms, the percent chance of like me getting pregnant right, is 1%. Or if I was on the pill and we didn't use one, it's 1%. I'm like, that is the exact same chance you would have to get herpes. It's the same, right? So I almost was kind of being like, hey, I'm putting myself at risk to get pregnant, the same amount you're putting yourself at risk to get herpes, and that did not work. <laughs> <laughs> he was I like, guess it wasn't care. A numbers the baby guy. affects
0: you. This is about me. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm just I'm a numbers person
0: so I was like that would that would be like, oh okay. This seems fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I Yeah, I think if I were dating someone, I usually wait, I try to wait. Uh, there's been times where I haven't because I when I have sex, I fall in love. <laughs> or I like really turn off them. It's two extremes. So I try That's to wait to, to get them. to know good them. Huh? That's good to
1: know and good for you. I think a lot of, a lot of people feel embarrassed to admit that because yeah, everyone I'm, wants to be part of this cool hookup culture that's like you could just bang and leave and, and you could have a rotation. And it's like, look, it's for some people and it's not for others. Yeah, know?
0: I'm jealous of those people. It's not for me. I'm like, you're, you're leaving? Oh, okay. You wanted to have tea in the morning? Right. <laughs> I'm one of those annoying bitches who has expectations. Right. Um, or do
1: you feel this way? I feel like this. For me to have sex with you, I have to either like you or be wildly just physically attracted to you. Yes. Right, like you have to just be so hot that I don't care about any other part (laughs) of your personality. You have to be so hot that I don't feel the guilt in the morning. Not even guilt, man, just so hot that I want to. Just
0: someone that catches your eye, that you're like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, I, I used to think it was guilt in the morning, but then it just turned out I wasn't orgasming. <laughs> so now I'm like having so much better sex. But yeah, there was one guy who was so hot that I was like, I hated, I didn't like his personality, but then I was like, I didn't mind it being casual, but then he wanted a relationship. And I was like, dude, no, I do not like what's going on in your head. It is.
1: It's always how it is. It's like, when is this going to align? When are we both going to want something more than this?
0: <laughs> That's, um. oh, I was going to ask you something. Um oh it slipped my mind I need like I have like multiple things going on in my brain I think I have ADD um but I'll ask you this different question and hopefully that other question will come back but um with the guy you met in real life did he did he have friends of friends like was there a safety net the one who gave you the herpes
1: um there was friends of friends but see
0: that's where it's like you think for him it's oh I remember what I was gonna ask you anyway I'll come back to that um (laughs) you know you think for but I guess he could have been in the same situation with you maybe people didn't know about it and he was afraid if he told you that you would tell people it's something like I was really
1: mad about it for a long time because he he said no and I guess technically I won't know for sure if he knew ahead of time or not like I'm never gonna know unless I like took his ass to court and they brought out his medical records you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no way for me to know if he lied to me or he didn't and also it's like I say this but when i f- basically had a situation that I didn't speak up and say anything I kind of forgave him in a way like it was like you know what maybe he was out there being honest with everyone and getting rejected um highly doubt that's the case because mm-hmm. turns out he had a girlfriend the whole time so he <gasps> lied about a lot of things <laughs> yeah so I was like Never mind. Okay. Uh probably not the best person.
0: Also in fairness to you, when you are having sex without telling them, you're using condoms, right? Yeah, yes. And you yes, didn't use a condom. Like I'm on the meds and he said and no I and didn't condoms. use a condom?
1: Uh we used a condom the first night and then the second night we didn't.
0: Yeah, well that's where he should have been like
1: Yeah. At least right, you would think. But also it's like, how are you so I I just can't imagine someone asks me that question and I lie to them. But it's also like
0: Well, this is it, especially when so I, I had um a guy had asked me if we we were like hooking up and he wanted to not use protection. And he was like, "Have you?" I was like, have you been tested? And he said, yes. And now he didn't tell me he had an open girlfriend the whole time. So I guess he wasn't including having sex with her. <laughs> but that's a different <laughs> story. Um, but when he asked me, I said to him, I haven't been tested since the last partner. And we did have sex, but the condom slipped off um and uh so his penis was inside me for literally probably five seconds if that's a risk you want to take and he was like oh that's fine but like fast forward a month later you know he's having open sex with his girlfriend and I said to or he's having sorry unprotected sex with his open girlfriend and I said to him when I found out about her because she was like writing on his Instagram page I was like did you, does she know you're having unprotected sex with me? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, dude, shit. I told you I didn't get tested after my last partner. You're fucking putting her at risk as well. And he was just like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's right. fucking. Well, also,
1: it's always like, look, if they're cheating on their girl, or I don't know, cheating, whatever, open. Well, if they're yeah. open with their girl and they're sleeping with you, it's like, it's it's the New York mentality of like, yeah, they're probably sleeping with other people too. Like, I, I you know? know. I was so horrified
0: it's... when I went to go get tested, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah you're just kind of it's just a a fear but but so what I was going to ask before okay so he uh, he didn't tell you but what I was going to ask before that slipped completely out of my head was um what, what what was a guy's reaction who was okay with it who was like you were like I have herpes and he's like okay cool what was
1: um I'm trying to think the very first one I told um I mean anyone I tell the first thing they say typically is oh I can't believe you told me is like okay like that makes me be like should i even be sleeping with this person Uh, (laughs) um the first one i told i remember he said he was like i'm very i'm really sorry that happened to you i know it was one of the very first things he said and we didn't hook up that night because it's a little bit of like it is a little bit of a jarring thought especially like you know, I'm not a man, but a man with a boner is, your brain's in a different place. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can understand how, like, getting that information is almost like, errr, like, pause, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. You kind of got to process it. So, we didn't hook up that night, and he was just, like, really, he was really nice and very sweet. He was like, you know, thank you for telling me, like, I'm sorry that happened to you, and, like you know I'm just he's like I'm just a little like I need to process it and you know of course my reaction was like yeah it's okay like I totally understand and we don't have to do anything you don't want to do like yeah. there's really nothing you can say
0: well that's good like, cr- um, but you did end up he, he he stepped away from it and then came back and you did end up having sex
1: yes but uh that was also a situation of um he never went down on me
0: uh <sighs> so that's so right. that's the saddest part i'm sorry that makes me <laughs> so sad it's my well, favorite that's what
1: thing I've th- <laughs> that's what i found having her i'm like okay easier to get a man to have sex with you but not oral which ha- you know that guy was was great because it was the first person that accepted it and i ju- it was just nice to be having sex again and feel like oh okay people are okay with this and, and whatnot so i really needed it and it did like help me at the time um But then eventually it was this thing that I was like, I don't feel really connected to you or also it's like, look, you don't have to go down on women, but like if you're not making them come otherwise, it's just hard to like feel connected to a person after a certain amount of time, you know?
0: Yeah, you have to go down on women. I'm just going to say that, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's It's my favorite thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just made me realize like, okay, if I'm going to be with someone, like that's important to me. Mm -hmm. And it kind of taught me to like, value that as a person with herpes because first you're just kind of thankful that someone accepts it and is cool with it and you're almost kind of waiting for them to get comfortable so you're just kind of being patient of like okay like getting comfortable because it's like the more you have sex the more the fear of them getting it kind of goes away because it's like okay we've had sex whatever many times i'm still good she's still good like or especially for me it's kind of easier now to get people to accept it because i can be like you know i've been with a few people you know a couple of them like consistently and we stopped using condoms and they still didn't get it and it's like there's reassurance in that and telling someone but when because even upon telling him i was still having this fear of like i don't want to give this to somebody nobody Mm -hmm. wants to pass it to anyone if they can help it you know so but people with herpes i'm like you deserve good sex you know don't settle for less i understand that it's very hard though (laughs) to, (laughs) to you know basically say that or you know almost like demand it because you almost feel like you know I'm lucky on some level that I have somebody but at the same time it's like it's not a big deal and your needs are important so you know don't let somebody convince you otherwise so
0: yeah absolutely Jesus it is tough though because it throws out in a whole other thing and sex Mm. and dating is just fucking hard (laughs) as it is but but also it might mean that you'll meet even greater guy because someone who's more like understanding and accepting and fuck it we have to ha- have sex with ugly men are ugly and we have sex <laughs> with them and they're not gonna have sex with you because of, i've had a guy once be like oh the hpv thing be like well w- w- will i get cancer if i go down on you i was like don't be fucking dumb just because of that oh, stupid d- uh d- what's his name r- some famous actor spreaded that he got throat cancer oh my from. god and like, and yeah. I'm more likely to die because you strangled me by choking me during sex than you getting fucking tongue cancer. Right. Like, just oh, eat shit. the vagina. I know.
1: I'm like, I have, oh, I do have one other met in real life story that I guess was even worse, I guess. <laughs> I
0: don't know. See, this is But so it's,
1: it's like, there's really, now I think about it, I'm like, yeah, there's only two nights of like, I just even felt like I was out at a bar living the New York City single life. Right. And like, you talk to a guy, blah, 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 or a guy comes up to you. And I remember I was out. It was Valentine's Day, which is a big night to go out in New York, especially for single people. Bars are packed, right? People yeah. are lonely. People are looking to bang. Um, so I went out with two of my good friends, and my one friend was talking to some guy. And then this also was a dance floor thing. So I guess I guess I just have I just have a dance floor move. That's what it is. That's how I, I like know how to it though. Men. I'm like, if I want to
0: meet a guy now, uh, post pandemic, I'm going to the dance floor. Yeah, I, I guess uh, I gotta I, dance. I have met people though on the dance floor as well. It's kind of my move too.
1: Yeah, you know, and also when you're like pretty drunk you don't really care if some dude shows up you're like great because I was in the mood to dance so (laughs) let's go um so I remember dance floor whatever it was fun I'd like make out whatever just fun night me and my best friend from college dancing fun night and I get this guy's number but I remember like I didn't talk to him that much and I was really drunk and the next day I wake up from a text from a guy but he doesn't say his name and I'm like I don't know I'm like I don't know this dude's name and they're like you know and I'm like I think his name is Vinny and he's a plumber from Staten Island. And they were like, I think you're being (laughs) like, I think you're just being very stereotypical Erica. That doesn't, that doesn't sound correct. And I was like, pretty sure that's what it is. And they're like, "Mm." but he was hitting me up to hang out again. So I was like, okay. Um, so I'm like, all right, fine. But I mainly was like, I don't know. I just felt bad. And I also was like, why not? Right. So I think I had a show the next weekend and I met up with him after, but also he asked me to meet him at fat baby, which is now closed. But have you ever been there? No it's like nyu college like a lot of underage people
0: it's a nightmare <laughs> oh it is not nightmare. a date
1: spot okay yeah but it, like it's like it's a basically like a little nightclub kind of vibe and it's very dance floory, loud music whatever but like way overpriced drinks just but i didn't even know that i just was like okay like you know because you're like be the man pick a place whatever yeah. I go and while we're there during our conversation, it does finally I think he finally said something and said his name out loud. So and his name was Vinny and he was a plumber for Sand Island. <laughs> so I was I was correct. But I remember him asking me, like, I could pick you up because he drives in. And I was like, No, that's okay, like I'll just meet you there. Cause I was like, I'm not comfortable, I don't know this man. Um, but then during our conversation, I remember him casually talking about how he basically drives like drunk all the time. Just casually crazy. slipped that into conversation. Said something of like, "Yeah, whenever I've gotten pulled over, cops weren't able
0: to tell." <laughs> but you know what? He's a guy who takes risks. He probably won't have any worry about the herpes conversation. Oh with my him. god!
1: I just remember. I was like, I just felt like it was a bad sign when it was like what do you want to drink? And I think I was like, gin and tonic. And he was like, vodka, Red Bull. And I was like, oh, this dude's trying to have a night.
0: Like- also, he brought you to a place where there's loud music so you don't have to talk too much. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you know? we
1: were also there before it got even close to crowded, which That's is even so worse. You're like, this awkward. is uncomfortable. Like seeing a place like that almost in the daylight is like, this is awful. But then as like, we talked probably like maybe a half hour, it started packing out. And then it was like, he was just trying to get me to like grind with him again and like hook up. And I just remember being like. I am so uncomfortable. I am not having a good time. I, I want to leave. And I don't know how I got out of it, but I eventually oh, was like, I wish this I knew how nice. you got out of it. I know. I'm like, I think essentially I just finally was like, yeah, you know what? I'm like really tired. Like, it was really nice to meet you. Like, thank you for the drink, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to go. But I remember I remember him getting like his fourth vodka Red Bull and I still just like, I think I was on my first drink still because I was like, I don't really want to drink. I just want to leave. That's
0: a nightmare. He's going to get fucking hammered that's it that's his yeah fucking- i basically and was like i'm this man
1: get drunk and i don't i i was like i just gotta get out of here you know when your gut's like just leave oh it's horrible
0: go. oh and especially when you say about the daylight that would make me really sad that would make me depressed seeing yeah, like that it in the yeah it wasn't
1: light out but it was like just to be in a bar like that that's always packed you know those types you're like yeah. this is not designed to like there's no stools
0: like sit at the bar <laughs> that's so funny that reminds me of like it's not a similar story but I had to get out of it I ha- I met a guy in Ireland uh, like at a sports place let's say I won't say too much just okay. in case he'd be like oh shit that was me and he brought me to a ball but I just hated every moment of it and I hated that his sh- I don't know why but I could focus on it we were at a ball I dressed up and his shirt his shirt was like not ironed properly and that day my ex-boyfriend had found out that I was going to the ball this is like small town so he'd sent I me love flowers this, the ball. <laughs> yeah. you know so my ex sent me flowers but I thought it was the guy I can't remember Or I remember just being like oh I just got flowers off my ex and then I'm going to a ball with this guy and I was just and then the guy's shirt was not ironed and then he kind of smelled a little funny <laughs> sorry <it's> so bad. <laughs> I remember texting my friend like I don't want to be here so she was like just make up an excuse that you have to go home you feel sick So I told him I was like, I'm really not feeling well. I have to go. And he was so nice. He like paid for my cab. And then I got when I was in the cab, I was like, we're actually not going to that address. We're going to go to this nightclub. So I went met my friends in a nightclub and I'm in like a ball gown and they're just all like in jeans. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But yeah, I always have the phone ready to go. You know, like a friend will call if I need to get out of a date oh you do the setup before the date you're like call me at this time yeah i've done that before maybe that's what i did with him but i remember text maybe, i think i told him i was sick but i've done the call me to get out of it
1: so but when the person calls right what do you then say to the date after the call are you like my friend really needs me
0: yeah my best friend just her boyfriend broke up with her i have to go <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I i'm such an actress <laughs> and no one's ever felt like you're just full of shit i'm sure they did but they're not gonna be like you're full of shit stay with me
0: and finish this drink
1: <laughs> oh my, i think uh my uh podcast co-host uh molly on shooters gotta shoot i think she said she would do she'd have a friend that she'd be like if i just text you an emoji just one emoji call me and th- and then she would like use it to get out of whatever she was it's,
0: it's great no that was what i used to do now i'm like very direct i had a one of the online dates that turned me off online dating it lasted 15 minutes and i put uh 10 down for my glass of wine and i said i'm sorry this is not for me best of luck and i walked out i was like in 15 minutes he managed to completely turn me off him i can't remember what he said but it was just like he kept saying a sentence and i wouldn't catch it because he was laughing so hard at himself and when we were walking to go to the bar, he walked past three like really nice, cute, quaint, empty bars and then brought me to a place like where your man brought you, which is like my nightmare. So I couldn't really hear yeah. him. And I just thought, fuck it. I'm not wasting my night on this. And yeah, <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm in I New York gonna, now.
1: I was just going to say people I know that like really did online dating and ended up meeting like their husband or wife on it. They're like, you have to go on a lot of dates. But then they said it made them do that they were like you know what a lot of times 15 minutes in you're like i'm not feeling this yeah. and then and and they would do exactly the move that you did which is what i would do too is like i would pay for my drink if i ended the date short like that because i'd be like listen i don't want to waste your time yeah and i feel bad that you just spent money on my drink
0: yeah no like it's a double
1: like hey i you know i've whatever but but she told me she's like yeah it was hit at the point like i'd be there 15 minutes she go and i would just say are you feeling this <laughs> And a lot of times she's like, because neither of you are. But you just feel this politeness of like, you should talk to the person for an hour.
0: Yeah. And it's just because chemistry is so important. That's what's hard with online dating. That's why I hope. But to be honest, real life dating, I've, I've had guys where because I know them, I think I can trust them. And like that, then you find out a month later... Did they have a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> How did you hide her? Yeah, we didn't. have friends.
1: <laughs> I, buddy, I've been in that situation twice. What, the one that had the girlfriend, and then I had another one was in an open relationship, but didn't tell me. And I'm like, pretty sure that's the number one rule of open things. Yeah, yeah, and we weren't, was- and we weren't dating. It was just hooking up. So some people were like, well, what do you care? I'm like, I just, I don't like that. I'm not the type to be with someone even in an open thing. I don't, I don't like the idea that there's someone else with you and cares about you. And I feel like I'm being inconsiderate to that
0: person i completely agree with you and i think a lot of time they know that if they told you you probably wouldn't hook up with them exactly it's like that's why you didn't tell me
1: (laughs) you knew i would have said no you're like oh no she she's not the type to be like oh open things yeah Ooh,
0: free flowing yeah yeah Yeah, exactly i'm I'm like i give off irish i wear a cross they're like nah she's like that. and then you feel so tricked i'm like fuck you But I I do, I ask guys, this is the thing, like, so I can catch them out in one way, like, I straight away will be like, are you dating anybody? But I didn't realize I had to ask, are you also in an open relationship? So now that's my new thing. (laughs) I'm like, are you dating anyone? Does someone think that they're dating you? Is it, are you in an open relationship? Are you married? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, the last guy I actually, like, dated for a few months and was with exclusively um, before we had sex, I've, it was the first time ever I was actually like not brave enough, but I did really like him. Like we went on a couple dates, and I was like, I'm really into this guy. And I basically something came up about casual sex. He said he's not super into casual sex, and I was like, Yeah. So when's the last time you had sex? And he started laughing, and I was like, So recently? I'm like, You say that, but you're full of shit. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, Look, I don't. I was like, I don't care. I have no right to care because we're not together. We've gone on like two, three dates, right? But I was like, I'm at the point emotionally if we were to have sex, I wouldn't want it to be one and done. And like, I I like you, like I would want to continue seeing you and I would not like it if you were sleeping with other people. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing wrong in saying that. But I think that was something like I just learned with age was like, you don't have to play this cool girl role all the time or like that game of like, well, if you say something like that's going to push them away, it's like, no, they're going to do what they want to do either way. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's so true I love that you're saying that because that's great advice for anybody who goes on a date with someone be it real it's life not putting or it on online them. What?
1: Yeah. and it's not what? putting it on them you're just like look I like you I, it, I would be hurt if you slept with somebody else so if we start sleeping together I want it to be just me and you
0: yeah and the thing is so many men are comfortable saying I have commitment issues or I have this you know but yeah if they're comfortable saying that we should be led. and like the problem like I have so
1: well they're, they they only say that because they don't want to date you yeah, so yeah, it's like, if, yeah, like that that move of like I'm opening up oh I have intimacy issues I have commitment issues oh you know what I just got out of a long relationship it's like motherfucker if you liked me you'd be with me yeah, and that's what have. I've learned from dating is like that's all you need to know none of this game shit
0: it's so true and like and the thing is they could they could be just honest but they know if they were honest you wouldn't sleep with them and that's why they lie and it's dishonesty yep i told mm-hmm. a guy once who said he had commis- commitment issues i was like okay well i am actually looking for a relationship i don't want it right now but i want to want to date someone where that's a possibility and my guy friend was like i can't believe you said that that's so fucking uncool and i was like no it's not i'm not gonna it's waste not. my time and yeah. i'm not saying i want it right now but i'm saying i need someone who's open to that none of this fucking commitment bullshit
1: it's that's that's what i'll agree is a tricky thing is you know one of the advice things i've like read is like you shouldn't talk about past relationships on a date um but also the thing of like where's this going or like that's the trap of women is saying the word relationship yeah. When a guy, but that happens in online all the time. I feel like pretty quickly some guys will be like, So you know, why are you on here? Like, what are you looking for? And I know like, well, if I say relationship, that scares you. Because it sounds like I'm just taking anybody, like anybody. That well, this is I it, and it's not. It's like with. you still
0: have to earn it, and I still have to get to know you. So yeah. That's why I say the possibility of a relationship down the line. I'm very, very careful with my words because I'm like, motherfucker, I'm, I might not choose you. Don't presume. Like men right. are so, not all men, but a lot of them are so. They're they're built up to think that. Like, why would you presume that if I said that that I'll automatically want to lock you in? I know. Yeah,
1: hey, that's right. crazy to me. Or also, I feel like I might be trapping myself because, like, what if I go on this date and we just have a great time, and I'm like, you know what, I want to hook up with this dude. Yeah, like, because
0: it might happen. It has never happened, but it might happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think as well. I think it is is one of those things where you can wait a little while. And if you are someone yeah. then who's who will be, you know, if you're like, oh, I like them, just hold off the sex. The only reason why I said it to that guy on the first date was because we knew each other. We've known each other for a while. Um, right. but other than that i will keep it like the third, maybe like maybe like the third day well i don't know actually i guess i don't know but just not anymore i'm not playing cool i'm not being chill because then i get trapped in these i get end up being a side yeah. bitch i'm like when did you how did you make me a side bitch yeah
1: exactly i know um, i think it's reasonable to even just say like through apps especially i'll usually say something like oh you know i'm just looking to like meet some new people i usually say I do comedy. You do comedy, so you could use. This. I just say, well, I do comedy. It's a pretty male-dominated field, and I don't want to date someone that I work with. And so I'll just be like, yeah, this is this is my way to meet people outside of my world yeah. that I'm constantly in. Like, if I just go by in person, even if it's not a comedian, it's like, well, then it's a producer or it's this person connected to a comedian. So I'll still probably run into them if this ends, like, type of thing. Because yeah. I think it's I think if you just say like, I'm looking to meet new people. Yeah. is still very vague it's like yeah because i don't know i don't know if i want to date you we have talked three seconds
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i usually say i do bring it up at some stage well i used to know it i'm trying to think i used to say oh i'm not going to hook up on the first night but then as i got older i decided i don't need to tell them that because it's not no. that shouldn't be an expectation
1: right um, also I hate the thing that you're like well I, now I sound like zero fun
0: yeah exactly because like you said they might be hot and I might just go fuck it I'm never gonna see them again I'm gonna have fun Ugh. um but that's the thing I guess in real life those questions don't come up as much you're just kind of you just go with the flow a bit I guess
1: yeah or like any guy friend I know they're like every girl that says like I don't hook up on the first date Their 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 brain goes she does <laughs> yeah like they think you're just saying it out loud so that you don't do it like you're trying to keep yourself accountable yeah, like yeah, is if yeah. that's what you've done in the past you know yeah it's also i think like, like especially oh sorry i was gonna say your situation i think it's totally fine to just be like yeah you know what i'm just over casual sex so i'm looking to meet people and see where it goes yeah so because you're not being like i want to get married by this time and my clock is ticking like there's not a pressure no. though it also weeds out people that like listen most dudes especially right now won't do like a facetime date in the pandemic because there's no chance of them getting late right yeah and it's like that's usually the big motivator for any man taking a woman out is you're taking a woman out that you think you would probably have sex with yeah. fine. Reasonable, right? Attraction's important. important. Um, but so right now being on apps, I've done one FaceTime like date and I'm actually supposed to do one. I think tomorrow is today, Friday. Oh, tonight, <laughs> That's but it's fine. like, but they were the guys that suggested it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. It sounds like they're people that are actually willing to get to know somebody a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, that's so true. I have been FaceTiming the one guy. We've FaceTimed him like six or seven times oh, damn. over the pandemic. That's great. Yeah, yeah, he's lovely. But like, do you know, um, so my whole thing like two months ago was like, I'm going to meet someone in real life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you bartend that. I feel like it's at least nice. You have a lot of people come in and out of yeah. the one place you have to be. So that's kind of nice.
0: No, it's hard because so anyone I've met, obviously, I think true comedy is a nightmare i've mm-hmm. tried to date comedians it's a nightmare oh, uh, we suck. Every- yeah you get it <laughs> and then um true bartending if you date bartenders most of them are mental uh male bartenders because they love the attention off women and this isn't all of them this is a sweeping generalization but the ones mm-hmm. i've dated or they have like addiction issues big drinkers big yep. coke heads not for me i was so gonna I've-
1: say more cheating route that was the guy that gave me uh, herpes was uh and the one with the girlfriend the whole time was a bartender. So. Oh my
0: God. I wonder if the girl, the girl, obviously the girlfriend knows about the herpes, right? Who knows? I have no Jesus. idea. Wouldn't you? And isn't it horrible because men have no offense, men listening, but I, I, I do think there is this thing where women are so afraid to be labeled crazy that you can't do yep. anything. Like, wouldn't you love to message her and be like, Hey, just, you probably know, but because if you did, you'd be labeled as a fucking psycho. Like even or with the, the
1: woman always blames you. Yeah. Even though it's, it's like, I th- didn't know you exist. I'm just trying to give you a heads up. Like, I've never been in the situation that someone hit me up like, hey, I hooked up with your man and I didn't know he had a woman. I asked him, he didn't say anything. Like, I'm the type. I would immediately dump that dude. Right. But, like, I feel like initially you just feel almost, like, attacked and it's kind of defensive.
0: Yeah. And then guys can manipulate it. People can. Women or men but be like, oh, that person's just really into me. You know, and I've been there. She hit on me. I
1: rejected her. She's
0: mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Because, like... I I remember like when I was saying to my roommate about the guy in the open relationship and like she posts all these hearts all over his page all the time and she was like, wouldn't you love to just message her and be like... Um, you know, I have HPV. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you might not but she's like that's so. Li-. But you know, would you love to have gotten chlamydia? Touch wood, because chlamydia is easy to get rid of. But and then be like, hey, sorry, just in case he doesn't tell you, and then obviously she'd be like, we're not in an open relationship. I'm gonna dump this mm. motherfucker. Now they might be. Who fucking knows? But I always feel like that's a. But I obviously I wouldn't because we know the same friends and they'd be all like, Katie, why'd you go so crazy?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's why it's it's hard to be in your circle so It's almost was like yeah if they're not in your circle you're not gonna run into them you're just gonna do what you want and <laughs> have no fear kind of thing yeah jesus um but it's like anyone i ended up actually dating for a little bit was always people i met in real life but then i also was just like yeah but erica you never really tried online so I'm, i've never been against online it's just like yeah it's work you have to make time to go on dates
0: yeah, and it's during the pandemic, that's the only reason why I went online because I had the time to actually talk to them and ask them questions yeah. and, you know, and then filter through, as, whereas we worked during you know we work so much if it's podcast stand-up comedy related work some of us have day jobs as well mm-hmm. it's fucking impossible to be like to even pretend like you care a person you've never met to be like how are you I'm like I don't give a fuck how you are. I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo and even now I have so much free time I still go days without checking
0: it sometimes yeah oh I'll no I have a couple days yeah. I'm like I'm not in the mood to talk to these strangers <laughs> yeah I stopped I stopped once I was like facetime in the one i was like i'll just facetime him until you know it does, and then i'll go back on (laughs) yeah because you like him and that's totally reasonable to do yeah i I did the same thing well my last guy i said i did the same
1: thing the last guy i just dated was like october through january uh but i remember when i went on a date with him the day before i was supposed to go on a date with someone else that got canceled went on a date with this guy and then i was supposed to follow up with a different guy to go out like sometime soon but i just really liked him that i was like i'll just See where it goes with this one. Like I just didn't I didn't have the effort or energy that I wanted to put into other people.
0: No, I agree with you. Plus I if I any time I've tried to date multiple people, I've told I've said the wrong story to the wrong person. <laughs> you know, I've been like, "Oh, but didn't you say you played basketball in college?" and they're like no i never went to college i'm like oh that was my best friend brendan (laughs) (laughs) that was my friend (laughs) oh that's fine i gave like a i picked like i went through it and i picked a couple of guys who i like gave my number to and then like weeded out as i went along which is so funny but yeah i um i do think yeah like because even you were saying about working in a bar but the people i meet who ask for my number at a bar have sexualized female bartenders you know it's really
1: i mean maybe not always i don't know
0: yeah like i I would go
1: based on how much they actually talk to you
0: yeah and then you think there's guys who i would like them to ask my number but they're like oh she's just doing her job and then but there's some of them they're definitely like "Ooh, hot bartender like you know you're like true yeah i mean it's
1: or it's like because people are drinking they're confident or like i feel like it's also the easiest way i feel like everyone has an example of being out with friends whether you're at a bar like brunch or something and the waiter or the bartender is cute right so then you like write a friend's number on the bill like it's the easiest way to just like kind of hit on someone and not directly too hard that it's like here's my number and they can contact me if they want especially like when you're a woman and and the server is a man that's a very like well he's gonna see the number and and you write like the blue shirt girl or whatever (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes. No, I've had I've had that. That's so funny because I've had that done a few times. But one of the times there was a guy. I I don't think people realize as Bart and I'm a daytime bartender. So, but sometimes I work brunch, so people will be getting quite drunk. But mm-hmm. they don't realize that you can hear their whole conversation. I literally have nothing else to do other That's than so I know funny. all of your private details, and I am so nosy. I'm just like I don't know these people. I'm like, mm. yeah. You know, <laughs> but like, what a way to get life? to know
1: someone! Like, how do you act when I'm not around? Like when you think I can't hear you?
0: Yeah, right. But this one guy was talking all about his girlfriend and like they're so happy together he was telling his friend and I know his friend um, and his friend already has my number so I know the friend and because we're friends just true bartending and then he was like yeah i'm gonna go meet her today and then when they they split the bill on on his bill because it was my friend's name he had been like you're so cute here's my number and i'm like this motherfucker!"
1: oh shit yeah like, you're like hmm you and you should have texted him like so in an open thing i heard your girlfriend's very cute yeah yeah yeah. i should have texted <laughs> didn't him like, sound yeah. like you were in an open relationship asshole.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I met my ex-boyfriend at the bar. I've, I, I, all the guys I've dated over here have, have met either at the bar or have been bartenders. But all failed stories. So. But it makes
1: sense because that's where you spend your time. Like, yeah. we just work jobs that aren't typical jobs, right? So, so many other people, though, meet their person through work. I know. Because it's like, that's where you spend so much time. Or like the classic, like, well, they were a client of ours. So, like, they would come in once a month. And I always, like, liked talking to them. Like, there's always some gradual something. And they
0: also build up a bit of a friendship. It goes nice and slow. Like ours is a little intense and there's a lot of drinking if it's comedy or bartending. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like, yeah. But that's why it's so funny. Like when I'm online now, I do look at their job, what their (laughs) profession is. Because I'm like, these are guys I would never meet. Like the guy I'm FaceTiming is... By the time this episode goes out though, we might it might have blown up and he might have killed <laughs> me <laughs> and someone else is uploading the episode. Yeah. But um is an architect and anyone I've matched with has like kind of like good jobs like that that I'm like, okay, they have like a, you know, they have their shit together. I don't want another bartender, I don't want a comedian who's gonna spend his mornings depressed. Mm. <laughs> I need to yeah. <sighs>
1: I know I actually when I was a hostess at a restaurant I hit on one customer one time and it was only partly because I like had put in a two weeks notice so I was like well I'm about to leave and it was like randomly a Tuesday or something and it was the end of the night and this guy was there eating with his friend but when he walked in I was like holy shit this guy's like gorgeous like I was <laughs> like oh that's my type that walked in and I was just like oh you know and I have to like dress nice as a hostess thing I had to be in a dress and heels right so I looked good like you have to be done up for that job it was at a nice steakhouse and I remember they were eating and I got let off of my shift and I was actually planning on when he left the place, I was wrote my number on a box of matches um, and I was going to hand it to them. Like, oh, here's some matches. Like one to his friend, one to him. And then he'd see my number and my name. Right. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, you're free to go. Like you can leave. We'll close out because it was just them in the restaurant. And I was like, shit. So I was like, well, let me just walk by their table and be like, How's everything like you guys doing? Okay, good. And then I left the matches like next to him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I just want you guys to have a good night. But I like put it. I like looked at him and then I just left. <laughs> I and love this. This is so bright. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Um, so he like was like, oh, I don't smoke and throws it to his friend. Oh, no. And his friend, I only know because he did text me. And his friend was like, you idiot. <laughs> she wrote her number on it. And the guy was <laughs> like, what? He goes, yeah, she gave this to you. She likes you and so then it was but it's like so nerve-wracking to do that and then you're kind of just like waiting but I remember being on the train home and I got a text and he was like hey he was like uh that was so clever he's like I didn't I had no idea he tells me the story he's like my friend was like trying to give you your number blah blah and I was like oh yeah I was like I thought you were really cute and you know I didn't really know how to say so otherwise because they let me off my shift and uh And he was like, I have to be honest, I've been seeing someone. He's like, but he was like that. He's like, I'm really flattered. Like, that was very, like, cool of you and blah, blah, blah. And then I jokingly was like, all right, well, when you and whoever fails, hit me up. (laughs) But Um, he actually dated that girl for like two years because then he like friended me on Instagram. So I was like, I guess I'll keep up with his life. Um, And then I remember not that long ago, I think I hit him up being like, whatever happened to that guy? And I hit him up, being like, "Hey, you still seeing that girl?" He, and he was like, "No, I'm being a little thought right now." And he's like, "And you seem like a nice girl, so you don't want to date me right now." I was like, "Okay, cool."
0: I actually <laughs> love him. I love how he responds I was like, wow, so each <laughs> time, and he's honest. Like, I love how he's yeah, because he, he just could have not texted you, but it was nice that he was like, "Oh, this is this is great," and like, you're not being oh, rejected. Truly nice yeah, I love that. And I'm then like,
1: we've talked a couple times. This is like I feel like four years ago now when I first met him, um, but it was just it's just like that timing thing. I wonder, like, he was like uh, being a thought and I think he's like back to having a girlfriend right now. But uh, it's always like sporadically, I'll be honest, it's always like typically when you're seeing someone and it ends that you're like thinking about past people. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I hope you two end up together and end up getting married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it's something that's like, listen, he had my number, he could hit me up, you know,
0: type thing. So Still though, it was nice. I love how he was whatever. like, I'm being a slut, so.
1: <laughs> I mean, I pre- just appreciate the honesty. Like there's nothing more attractive than a man being like. I actually have somebody right now in my Mm -hmm. life and being like loyal that I'm like, yes, you're the type of man I want. I want a loyal dude that would do that if he was dating me, you know? I
0: I love that. It's so attractive.
1: Right? (sighs) Like not a guy that's like, oh yeah, I didn't want to hurt her feelings. It's like bullshit. (laughs) It's like you want to keep that option open if this doesn't work out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) God. Oh, it's so sad. I actually just posted a, a joke today where I, this just made me think about, but, my dad would always when i was younger he'd be like um oh if i were crying he'd be like it'll be better by the time you're married and i was just thinking about it today and i felt so sad because i was like i am nearly 30 and i am aggressively single
1: <laughs> yeah i just turned 29 my birthday was two days ago
0: ah what well, two days ago yeah. oh you forgot I, did i say happy yeah. birthday no you did yeah okay good happy <laughs> birthday again my memory but should. um
1: yeah there's something like even since like 28 i feel like i've just been like you're just gonna in your brain be like you're 30 like, yeah. just mentally get over this stupid hump of, like, turning 30.
0: Yeah, I've been 30 for two years, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, I have, in October, I, I really will be 30. But, yeah. yeah. But
1: I feel like it's just, um, you know, I think it's something, I don't know if you felt this of, like, quote, getting older, but it's more just like, oh, I've hit the point in my life. It really isn't, like, a biological clock thing. It's just more like, look, I've done the single game. Mm-hmm. I've done the, like live my life, whatever, maybe hook up here and there. Who cares? And it's like, I'm just tired of it. Like, I've hit yeah. the point that I'm like, yeah, actually, I would like to share my life with someone.
0: <laughs> no, I'm compl- I'm there. I'm glad I didn't share. start sharing my life with the people I met along the way. And not even just about them, but I'm at a good place now, like mentally. And right. when people are like, oh, relationships, trapped, uh, it's like, no, it's not that. If it's a good one and a successful one, it's like your friend who has your back, who like, can support right. you. And especially when little things happen like, you've done a big show and that's like fun but then it's like a little sad afterwards it'd be just nice to have someone who like you can talk to or like will support you or like um like yeah I find it comes with success
1: like I've had more success in comedy and like other parts of life and a lot of times when you get like a big success achievement like getting a late night set that makes me sad that I don't have a person in my life like that to share it with you know what I mean Well, even like birthdays for me, I'm like,
0: someone just say that they're proud of you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just having, yeah. And it's like, and then you feel selfish because you're like, well, I have all these friends. I have family that all are saying they're proud of me and they're the most supportive and have been there the whole time through my career. But it's still, there's just something about like that. And even like a birthday for me that I'm often like, listen, like people like, what do you like, what, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, honestly, you want the truth? I'm like, I would love to have dinner with someone I love. That's it. But it's like, yeah. has yet to happen. <laughs> you know, so like it's hard to like not get sad around achievements or birthdays and holidays. Like, but when I was young, it was like, yeah, mainly only big things like that. So say like maybe five, six times a year, would I have that feeling of like, oh man, I wish I was with someone. And, and now that I'm older, I'm like, well, now it feels more frequent. Like now it feels like there's a few times yeah. a month that I'm like, oh man, I, this would be so nice to have someone to share it with
0: no absolutely so it's more
1: that but it's also like i can't stay with someone that first of all i don't really like but second it's it's always been hard for me to stay with someone that i don't really see it going anywhere Mm -hmm. like i feel like after a couple months it's kind of like how much longer do i really see myself staying with this person you know
0: no i'm always three months is when i get out i i know and i'm always like bye and they're usually shocked because they're like what And I'm like, no, this isn't, this hasn't got a future. You are a sociopath.
1: Well, it's like when the honeymoon phase starts to die, it's that fourth month. Yeah. And it's like all all the facades, we both like kind of were able to keep up. It's like, you you can't keep it up past a certain amount of time.
0: And then as well, like a lot of my friends will be like, oh, you should stop wanting a boyfriend. You should stop wanting this. And it'll happen when you don't want it. I'm like, fuck off. I would never do that. You would never tell me that with comedy. Like, don't try don't try (laughs) and uh, success will just happen but like with our careers you work hard at it and like yeah i'm gonna work hard at like there's no for
1: every love saying there's an opposite saying there's all the people that go it'll happen when you least expect it it's when you stop looking for it it comes in your life and then there's other people that they're like i fucking worked i was on that app i was going on dates like or even they were like if i was in a bar i would make myself look around the room and if there was a cute guy i would try to smile at him it's like that's that's kind of trying. No one's shitting yeah. on that
0: person, you know? No, exactly. That is trying. Yeah. And then, and then sometimes I'd have girlfriends, not close ones. Um, my close friends are very supportive, but, like, other girlfriends that... I remember there was, like, a comedian once, and she would only talked to me, like, three times. But I just don't know her, so I guess I would just talk about, like, the last date I was on. And the third time I met her, she goes, wow, you're boy obsessed. And I have never forgotten oh, that. Because I was like, well, what are we, you... Sorry, do you want me to talk about Trump? I don't know about Trump. This is all <laughs> I know, okay? <laughs>
1: nah that's stupid I mean because even um I feel like a long time I was very hesitant to like share any emotions with someone because you kind of feel this like I want to be independent right like I I should be able to get things on my own and and you know I don't want to be the needy girl right but there's something to like opening up to people and even friends by opening up and saying like this past year I remember saying like I was on the apps and stuff and just being like yeah you know I would like to be with someone and I had so many friends go oh seriously you and I was like what is that supposed to mean? And they're just like, I just never felt like you really wanted to date anybody. And it's like, so even they kind of didn't get that vibe from me. Cause a lot of times like, yeah, even to be like set up with someone, which is a great way to meet somebody, you know, is like, you have to be kind of vulnerable and even openly say, I would like to be with someone. If you know any like nice dudes that maybe you work with or something, like I'd be down to meet them. Like invite me to a party that, you know, maybe a guy I like will be there and see if I vibe, you know.
0: I think that's the best advice right there. What you just said for me. Right. But it's, is... it does feel embarrassing. Like I feel embarrassed to say that. To people. No, I think that's great. And I think uh, firstly, my stepmom had said that to me before the pandemic. She was like, why don't you ask your friends exactly what you said? Like, do they have someone they work with? Mm-hmm. And then I think if you're anyway, like doing comedy or anything like that, we are confident and it's intimidating so another advice for guys is just ask us out (laughs) (laughs) and if we say no then go away
1: (laughs) i don't think it's that i think they're more worried you're going to talk about them on stage
0: yeah 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 yeah. which i will i will do so
1: yeah which because i've had people on apps being like oh are you going to talk about this conversation and i'm like first of all you're not fucking funny (laughs)
0: it's not that interesting (laughs) no i'm just
1: kidding they don't like when you say that i've tried (sighs) Uh, but i'm just like yeah if i talk about anything it's 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 a vague sense of dating i'm like it's not specifics i'm not like so this guy john right he messaged me this because i'm also like i'm the type as you heard from my story i shoot shots i've asked dudes out that i'm like you know i never shit on somebody for trying to talk to someone or make a move because i'm like i know how terrifying that is (laughs) if a guy And and how terrible people can react you know
0: and well and if a guy listens to any of our materials most female comics it's usually like this guy tried to you know uh choke like my I have bits about guys choking me and it was so aggressive i didn't know it was like a sexual thing or whatever so it's like <laughs> or guys checking my pulse to see if i'm lying and if they're like oh you're worried you're gonna t-? i'm like what are you gonna do that i'm gonna talk about because have you heard my material these guys are crazy
1: <laughs> or it's indirectly a way they can find out like oh she doesn't like choking it's like yeah
0: take yeah, a yeah. note I, I won't like it. <laughs> I won't check her pulse. And the thing is I never I had a guy do something that he was like, but please don't and it's like fucking golden material. But I, I waited until it was like months past him and you know and that's what he had said. He was like, Don't talk about it straight away. So we are respectful. and you know. Yeah, the yeah, guy fucking... like I was
1: dating, I even would like run by basically we had an agreement of like if I talked about something from the podcast, I would like run it by him. But there were times that I actually was talking about him, but I said it was someone else. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, this guy I dated forever ago. Like, it's like, th- people don't need to know all your details. But a lot of times I'd run stuff by him, and he was like, oh, I don't care about that. And I was like, what are you worried about me saying about you then?
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I like you. I'm out. not
1: trying to make you look bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know?
0: No, that's great. This was great. Thank you so much. We should wrap it up. Um, yeah. What's your Thank podcast you for having me. Again? This is a fun
1: pod. What's yours? Shooters Gotta Shoot? um shooters gotta shoot is my podcast so we talk um dating relationship stuff ours is kind of like research based. like we'll read a book about like the recent one we read is about like attachment theories mm-hmm. so then we talk about the book and the different theories and and stuff it says to like help you maybe cope with yours and stuff like that um and i'm at Sparica on instagram and all social media
0: great perfect okay thank you so much guys for listening um thank you erica spira please follow her on instagram and go listen to her podcast as well should just go shoot please review positively (laughs) or just go give a five star um and yeah no i really appreciate you guys listening i hope you're staying safe and i'm excited for next week's episode so i'll talk to you guys soon